Welcome to the Legendary Leaders Podcast, Making Legendary Leaders, with your host, Katrina Jameson, where we focus on business, leadership, and life. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Legendary Leaders. I am your host, Katrina Jameson. I'm the founder of Legend Leaders, where we arm business leaders with the strategies they need to live life on their terms, a legend life. We've been spending this entire month talking about giving you the safety and security. How do you get the safety and security and avoid the pain, the fear, the risk of jeopardizing your career and or your business in order to create life on your terms, right? What does that look like? If I can teach you all day how to create that life, how to reset and recreate those rules for yourself. But if you don't feel safe enough to do that, you're never going to get there. And we've talked about in the previous episodes that our brains will very much avoid pain before we run to pleasure, right? To keep ourselves safe. That's a human thing to keep ourselves safe in this world, which makes sense, right? We want to be safe. And we also know that we tell ourselves stories because we want to maintain our identities. And our identities probably have a lot to do with things like integrity and truthfulness and keeping true to our word and being selfless. Those are probably components of our identities. And all of those things combined play a factor, have a factor, play a role in us not pursuing life on our terms. But here's the deal. I believe and I know for a fact that you deserve to live that life, to have both achievement and fulfillment. You've achieved. You have an amazing career, no doubt. You probably have a large amount of income coming in. You have a beautiful home, a beautiful family, everything you could ask for in this life. By the world's definition, you have achieved. The same could be true for your business, right? If you're a business owner, you've established a business, you're moving forward, you're living this life that other people envy because you get to make the rules about who you serve and how you serve them. So they think, right? You know, a little bit of a different story if you own a business. But you have a life that other people envy from the freedom perspective, because that's what a lot of people assume about entrepreneurs and business owners. You have this freedom. You make your rules. And yet we have, we're living these lives where people envy and look out and, you know, the outside world looks at us and says, wow, you are amazing. But on the inside, we're dissatisfied. We're not ungrateful, right? Although many people may ask us why we're being ungrateful because we want more. We're not being ungrateful. What we're being is human. Because you are one of those few, probably that 1% that exists in the world that says, you know what, there is something more to life. I know there is, but how do I get it? And how do I do it while still achieving, while still maintaining that part of my identity, which is really important, which is to be the executive in this company or to be the CEO of my business, right? How do I do that and not risk the financial livelihood that I've created to take care of my family, to meet those basic human needs, right? Clothing, shelter, food, water. Our livelihoods, our careers, our businesses pay for that. If nothing else, they do that. We can't jeopardize our careers and our businesses just to feel happy, right? That just feels frivolous to us. And of all things that we are and aren't, we are not frivolous. And yet we're still searching for something more. So today I want to tell you how you get there. We've been talking about it at a higher level. We've talked about why our brains won't let us go in certain places. 
but we've been talking about the fact that really the one rule that you must master, the rule that you cannot change, and if you master this rule, then you can change all the other rules in your life. That rule is all about value, okay? That rule is all about being an irreplaceable asset in the company that you work for or the company that you own, and that company actually provides value. Now, here's the really cool thing. I talk to you a lot about the three pillars of leadership. Well, here's the awesome thing. If you master the three pillars of leadership, you will master the pathway and the methodology of adding value. It all goes hand in hand. And you're like, oh, now I know why she's talking about this, right? The three pillars, personal leadership, business leadership, and people leadership. Personal leadership is how you lead yourself, how you motivate yourself, how you wake up every morning and move yourself forward, right? It's influence. It's self-influence. Business leadership is how do I stay effective in my career? What does that look like? But if I'm not leading myself down the right path, I can't lead a business. I can't lead an arm of an organization, a company, right? So it goes hand in hand. And then the third pillar is people leadership. How do I influence others? Because there's no way that you're going to live a, a life on your terms if you don't have people around you helping to move a business of any type forward to give you free time to go do the things that you love and enjoy. And know that the business or the arm of that organization that you support will continue to move forward even when you're not physically there, right? So it's all about the three pillars. Now, let me talk to you a little bit. Let me share with you how you add value in a corporate world as an executive and how you add value as a business owner. They're very similar. Value, being an irreplaceable asset in the marketplace gives you the security that you are looking for to master understanding that rule of value. And when you master that rule of value and be that irreplaceable asset, you're free to do whatever you want in life, truly. In the corporate world, how do you become the irreplaceable asset? I've done some different trainings on it, but let me just sum it up. The company knows how to add value to the customer. At this point, if they're a large organization, if you're an executive, They've probably, not necessarily always, if they're a startup, okay? But if you're in a Fortune 500 company, you're a very large organization, billions and billions of dollars, right? Then typically, that organization has already figured out how to add value to the customer. Your role is to simply keep that going. Your role is to continue to innovate and iterate to ensure that the customer is satisfied. And the way that you become an asset, an irreplaceable asset, a person that adds value to the organization so the organization can add value to the customer is you focus on things like customer first culture, right? You instill that in your team. Everything that you do is about the customer. If it's not about the customer, why are we doing it, right? And you build connection. Hey, we're on this path together, team. We're going together to serve the customer. So it's all about you creating culture with your people. And if you have broader influence than just your team, then creating culture throughout the organization. That's value. If you serve the people internally, they will serve the people externally, the customers. It's all about value. Okay? That's one of the things that you do. The other thing that you do is you focus on the service chain. How are you effectively serving the customer? What is your role in that personally? What is your team's role in that? What does that chain look like throughout the organization? Where are their breakdowns? How do you master that? 
and solve those breakdowns, eliminate steps in the chain that don't need to exist that are just slowing down the service process so that you can add value to the customer. So again, you add value internally, which will then allow the company to add value externally. That's the difference ultimately in the corporate world. You're adding internal value primarily so that you collectively as a whole team can add value to the customer. So what else are things that you do? Well, I already mentioned it. You're innovative. And you're not solving the problem that's in front of you to keep yourself safe. It's not a self-preservation act. None of this that you do when you're an irreplaceable asset is about self-preservation. It truly is about selflessness towards the company, but in an appropriate way. Not in a haphazard, let me solve the world in a very clear, structured pathway. And once you master the pathway, you've got it. So you're innovating, you're looking at the world, you're looking at the economy, you're looking at the industry, you're looking at um, how the world is functioning, what's changing in the world, what's changing in the lives of the customer, what is the customer asking for that you're not yet doing. Corporations have to be on the edge and you have to be innovative to keep your team or your part of the business in that corporation moving forward. And innovation, we think, is a really big deal. And it's, oh my gosh, how am I innovative? I'm not innovative. I'm just simple. You are innovative. Innovation is just simply doing it better than someone else. Can you be innovative in the way that you hold your regular team meetings and do that better than anyone else in the organization and then teach people how to do that better to get better execution? Yes, you can. You probably, you probably could without blinking an eye. That's innovation. Every piece of improvement in your part of the business is key to moving the business forward. And you're adding value and you're becoming irreplaceable. Being visionary, right? That's another thing that I talk about all the time. The act of being a visionary leader. Understanding where you want to take your team two, three years from now. Being able to plot that course and then taking action against it. You have to be able to do that. Those are some of the things, not all of the things, but some are the key things that you must master under the umbrella of adding value. And when you do that, you're secure. You're an irreplaceable asset. Who's going to get rid of you? Who's going to let you go? Now, you can't be a jerk. You've got to be a leader, right? A true leader, a servant leader. But as you're working through the three pillars of leadership, that just naturally comes to you. And then you master these key functions under the business leadership pillar. You're an irreplaceable asset because you've added critical value. That's the rule that you master. And then you change the other pieces of your life because you're secure. You know you can. Right? And that's how you do it in the corporate world. In the business world, it's very similar. It's, again, it's about the customer. But as the business owner, you are much closer to the customer than typically a corporate executive. You're typically closer to the customer. And so it's all about adding value to the customer as the owner. Your business as a whole must add value to the customer. Now, how do you know what, what's valuable? Well, your customer actually defines that. What do they want? How do they want it? When do they want it, right? All of those things are defined by the customer. And once you figure that out, once you know that, because you're asking the customer, you're having conversations with them, you're learning from them, right? Don't reinvent the wheel. Go ask, what do you want? and then give it to them. It's not a game, right? It's not some game that you're trying to play. Ask the customer, they tell you, you go deliver on it. That's value. 
because you don't define value as a business owner. Your customer defines value and you deliver and you actually focus on exceeding what they're looking for. Talk about being irreplaceable in the marketplace. Talk about creating a brand that's competitive, right? That is how you add value. That's how you create a secure business. You're always listening to the customer and you don't fall in love with your product. No way. You know, as a personal aside for two seconds, I have created a, a large number of products throughout my time owning and operating and, and moving legend leaders forward. If I had fallen in love with the first couple of products that I created, I wouldn't be talking to you today. Because for me and for you as a business owner, you must fall in love with your customer, not your product. Hey, I want to serve people by helping them run their businesses better. Awesome. Hey, business owners, what would help you the most? What are you looking for? What do you want? How do you want it? What's valuable to you? What would help you move forward confidently in your business? Those are the questions that I have to ask regularly. And that's what you have to ask regularly as a business owner. Define what value is to your customer and keep iterating on it. Now, as the corporate executive, you have internal customers. You have team members. Go ask them the same thing. How do I add value to you? How does my team add value to you? You see how all of these things overlap, but depending upon your role corporately or as a business owner, you have a little bit of an adjustment, a little bit of a tweak on who you're serving and how you serve them. But ultimately, it's all about adding value. 100%. And it's all about who defines what value is based on the sphere that you're working within, learning the method to doing that, and then moving forward. As a business owner, if you're in the toddler phase of business, for example, you're simply trying to understand clearly. That is clearly where you ultimately define value to your customer. How do they want it? When do they want it? What exactly do they want? What is valuable to them? You tweak, perfect it, and that's when you start making money as a business owner. That's what moves you through. It's about value. And so hopefully as you're listening to me right now, I'm expecting you to just, it's like a sigh of relief. Like you've let your shoulders down, you're breathing a little bit easier because you know that number one, this is the truth because it makes logical sense. And as a customer, that's exactly where you spend your money. That's how you vote with your dollars. You vote for businesses that deliver that to you. And then the other thing is, because it sounds simple, because it's so logical, because it makes logical sense, you're also relieved because you're like, ah, oh, I can do these things. Not only do I now understand it, but these are also things that I can actually do. These aren't random concepts that only a select number of people can do successfully in the corporate world or business world. I can do these things. And here, look, I'm here to tell you, yes, you can. You can totally do it. So there you go. You have the key answers, the overarching understanding of how to create safety and security in your career or business. So go. Now what I want you to do is I want you to ask yourself over the next week, I want you to look at your business or look at your career, and I want you to ask yourself, are you being an irreplaceable asset? Are you adding value at the highest level? Be honest. Okay, it doesn't serve you to be dishonest with yourself. It's the gut check. Okay, and if you're not... That's the first step. Let's get you there. 
But that's your homework. Go look around for the next week. Ask yourself, look at how you're acting, look at how you're leading, and truly answer yourself the question, are you adding the highest level of value to your customer? Internal customer, external customer, depending upon your role. As always, go and be legendary.